O'Brien Health takes the responsibility to lead and to do the things that make everyone better, healthier, and moving forward together. Here's another of our Brian Health Radio podcast interviews with Melanie Cole. According to the National Institutes of Health Office of Dietary Supplements, the majority of adults in the United States take one or more dietary supplements either every day or occasionally. My guest today is Dr. Jessica Heckman. She's a family practice doctor at Family Medicine of Lincoln, part of Brian Physician Network. Welcome to the show, Dr. Heckman. Does everybody need to take vitamins? You know, honestly... I do think that everyone really can benefit from vitamins. We find that a lot of people, though they do a great job with their nutritional intake, can utilize boost to their vitamin intake here and there. It's such a confusing, dizzying world of vitamin supplements. How does a person standing in front of all those millions of supplements know which ones to take? Oh, absolutely. Well, I always encourage people to come in and talk with me about the different vitamins that they're taking because it does vary kind of person to person who should be taking what and how much even. Um, When deciding what vitamins to take, I always go back to our initial research to say, what's our best research? What do we have the most insight into? You know, the number one that I like to talk about is vitamin D. Um, There's been a lot of research into that, into saying, okay, you know, which are the best vitamins to take, how much to take. Um, And I know, you know, there's a a lot of different options there, honestly. So I'm sorry I kind of got off track for a second. But you're right. It is a dizzying world of deciding what vitamins to take when there are so many options out there. So how do we know which ones are considered safe, which ones are better than some others? Because there's so many brands, for example, of vitamin D, there's gels and there's oils and there's tablets and caplets. And how does somebody know? Well, so when looking at that, the safety aspect to address first, a lot of the water-soluble vitamins like vitamins B and C, you'll notice that sometimes they will be appearing at 1,000% needed for your daily equivalent. And those, when you look at that, are still fairly safe because you're going to, the water-soluble vitamins, your body tends to just lose those in your your urine. Um, The fat-soluble vitamins, when talking about the safety, vitamins A, vitamins D, and E, um, those tend to be more um, dangerous um, when you're talking about varying dosages of them. Um, Caplets, gel tablets, all of those different formats are great ways to get your vitamins in. The more tightly packed that vitamin is, like a tablet, the harder it is for your body to break it down often and, um, and get the vitamin in. Um, and that's another reason why, obviously, getting it through your natural food is the, is the best way to go. But um, if you aren't going to be able to obtain that, then I talk about, you know, getting a gel tablet or a caplet as the next way, as the next best option. Um, any way that you can get it in is the best route to go. If you're like, I can't tolerate a, you know, a capsule, I need to take a tablet, that's just fine. And what do you say when people say, but we should be getting it through our food, but is our food source still containing the same amount of macronutrients and vitamins that they used to? They really, you know, they are really well supplemented, especially our breads, our pastas. They do have a good amount of uh, vitamin A in it, and they do have a good amount of vitamin E. Um, it's vitamin D that I tend to see um, being under-repleted in because it is somewhat difficult to get. Um, and then especially, you know, um, here at least in my practice in the Midwest, in my whole, you know, career, I've only had maybe 
four people naturally have enough vitamin D in their system because, you know, we have overcast clouds and, um, you know, it, it, people need the sunlight to help take it again in addition to their food sources. And that's one that's chronically under-repleted. So, so for the most part, I think we do um, get a lot of our macronutrients in through uh, breads and pastas, but uh, vitamin D um, and sometimes iron, I, I tend to see unrepleted. Where do you like people to purchase their vitamins? Because there's vitamin stores, there's Whole Foods, there's Walgreens, there's all kinds of places to get them today. Is there any difference? You know, I will say that I, I tend to favor some of the pharmacies just because uh, the, major, uh, the major brands uh, do have their inactive ingredients scrutinized more closely. Um, we do notice that with um, vitamins, they don't have to adhere to as strict of standards as medications by the FDA because they're not meant to cure any illness. So we try and make sure that it's in its purest form possible for people. And so I tend to notice that um, some of the uh, wider known brands, and not to, you know, be trying to promote anyone over another, um, those uh, sometimes undergo greater scrutiny. So that's why I sometimes go towards a pharmacy. Do you feel there's any difference between synthetic vitamins or the plant-based or food source vitamins? You know, I will say that I have had a number of patients who have been on um, a, all of those options, and I have found that it, it, they do all seem to work well. Um, I think it has a lot of person-to-person variability. Um, when it comes to monitoring their, uh, the levels, um, you know, through uh, looking at serum blood levels for, like, vitamin B12 or, um, you know, looking and seeing how iron is repleted, uh, just different things along those lines. I think some of the plant-based vitamins, sometimes you need to have a little higher dosing on occasion with people, but for the most part, um, as long as we're monitoring things in the office, we can still get to an appropriate range. If you had to pick your top vitamins that you think are most important for people, including probiotics, fish oil, a multivitamin, name some of the top ones that you think are most important. Oh, gosh, you really, yeah, you really hit a lot of the heavy ones. I know I've already mentioned twice that vitamin D. I think um, because it's so chronically under-repleted is a big one. Um, I do appreciate that. And interestingly, with vitamins, um, an adult multivitamin only has 400 international units in it. Um, usually, a, um, a an adult human being is going to need to be taking two to 3,000 international units daily to get in a, an appropriate range for that. Um Fish oil is another fantastic one that I love having people take. Um, it does wonders for cholesterol. It has a lot of good cardiovascular properties to it. Um, I would caution people if you're going to go undergo surgery, a lot of people forget that it can have some procoagulant effects. So I tell people to um, stop that uh, generally two weeks uh, before a surgery. Um, so I really appreciate that one. Um, B12 is another one that I like to tell my patients to take. Um, just from an energy perspective, it does wonders for repleting, uh, for repleting their levels there. Um, and uh, a, an important thing to note there is that if you do take medicines for reflux, um, a lot of times it can block their absorption. So we want to be paying attention to that. Um, on top of that, calcium would be a big one for me because um, especially for women, 
you are going to only be laying down new bone mass until you're about 35 years of age. And so that calcium is very important to get into your body. You know, as we talked about naturally uh, through spinach, eggs, orange juice, almonds, and then trying to uh, supplement with vitamins as well. So those would kind of be my, my big ones. But as I said, it's not only important to get them in your body through varying different ways, um, but to know that you're taking it appropriately um, and that you're not going to, oh, that you're taking it as efficiently as possible. Like I said, avoiding taking it with certain medications. When talking about vitamin C, because people eat those little tablets like they're candy, and so you, you mentioned that they're excreted in your urine if you take too much of them. Does vitamin C really help to boost the immune system? There's a lot of varying data um, on whether or not it does boost the immune, immune system. Um, we know that it is an antioxidant, and it is going to prove beneficial to our body's cells for fighting stress. Um, I think, you know, to state that it's going to absolutely prevent viral illnesses or bacterial in- illnesses, um, it might overstate things based upon where I think the research is so far, but do I think it does boost your ability to um, fight off physiologic stressors? I do. And what about probiotics? Oh, yeah, probiotics. So um, probiotics, I think it's going to be interesting to look in 20 years and see where we eventually end up with probiotics. Uh, I do recommend them in a lot of my patients. There's a lot of good research in treating chronic abdominal pain, um, constipation in pediatric and adult patients with probiotics. The best probiotic that I've seen in terms of the amount of research that's out there is lactobacillus, and that generally is in most probiotic formation or formulations. Um, but that's kind of the one that I, if I'm going to recommend someone for the um, probiotic strain to take to include lactobacillus is the usual one that I uh, recommend. And definitely if someone's having, you know, issues with diarrhea or being put on an antibiotic, I generally recommend they make sure they're taking a probiotic. Should men and women take different vitamins? And you mentioned for women, calcium. What about folic acid? Do men need that? Speak about the difference a little. Well, folic acid is especially, you know, is especially good for women. We know pregnant and lactating women, it's very good for them. Um, Folic acid uh, at certain levels um, helps prevent cardiovascular disease, uh, and it is good for men in that realm as well because we know that they have a high prevalence of that. Um, There is some new data that's suggesting possibly um, super high-dose folic acid for um, uh, a very long time can actually increase your risk of heart disease, but that's still in kind of its infancy. So um, I generally say the amount of folic acid that is included in a multivitamin usually is what I recommend. Um, That would be for a woman in a prenatal vitamin or just that's in a men's multi-day vitamin. So wrap it up for us, Dr. Heckman, with your best advice on the questions that people have about vitamins and who's responsible for overseeing the regulation of dietary supplements. Just give your best advice on vitamins. Well, my best advice is it's always a good idea to talk with your physician about what you're taking. Just because something is natural and occurring does not always mean that you're taking it in the appropriate uh, in the appropriate. Uh, dosage, and you want to be cognizant of that. Again, if you're trying to maximize how you're taking your vitamins too, it's still good to talk with your your doctor to make sure should you be taking it in the morning and taking your medicines at night, because if you're taking the trouble to take a vitamin, you want to make sure that it's 
worth your while. Um, so that's the number one advice that I give to people is make sure you're telling your doctor what vitamins you're taking and how you're taking them. Uh, if I had to give anyone advice to say, what is the most under-repleted vitamin I see? Uh, again, not to keep harping on it, but that vitamin D is right there. Sometimes, um, you know, usually we'll see 400 international units in a, in a pill bottle in just a multivitamin. There are some people that I have to have on 50,000 units once a week to get to an appropriate level. Um, so really, I can see the benefits for everyone having some supplementation of um, of vitamins from breastfed infants to adults to the elderly, and your needs do change throughout. So uh, it's good to maintain an open an open dialogue with uh, with your provider. In my opinion, thank you so much for being with us today, Dr. Heckman. It's really great and such important information. You're listening to Brian Health Radio, and for more information, you can go to brianhealth.org. That's brianhealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.